This episode was recorded inside of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyo Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Him With Your Green Bubbles, also known as Only Debate My Equals, everybody else I teach, Juice, because all the hoes say, Jay, you ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, the coolest flat earther you know, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man, Dame, going wild, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The corner store conquistador, liquor store legend, the thought break kid, damn gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're all welcome. You're all welcome. What's going on, man? Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode number 49. Couldn't find no notable 49. 49ers. Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, I mean, we three episodes away from that 52. Yeah. I mean, Solid year. That's some shit, ain't it? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't. I, I feel like we should. It should be special, but I don't know. What do we, we do? We'll figure it out. We'll what figure it out. We still got a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, how's your week? Hey, man. I've had a great week. Uh, like recently, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little inside joke because nobody, nobody knows the struggle we're going through uh, right now. For real, for real. But I had a great week, man. I've been blessed and highly favored, and this is a. Uh, Flourishment at its finest. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Nothing special to get into. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I mean I had a great night last night. Uh, okay, I had a, I hung out a little bit. I had a great night. Shout out to good nights. Uh, yeah, especially the ones you can't talk about. Right. Uh, my week was pretty fly. I went to Tequila Mundo last Saturday. Ran into Nina from Everyday Ignorance. Okay, what's Tequila there. Mundo? So it's a tequila tasting. So you get there, you get like a nice little glass, mm-hmm. and it's got like the three ounce, six ounce lines on it. And as soon as you walk in, you get a drink, and you get ten drink tickets to try all of the different tequilas in there. It's like oh shit, twenty or thirty. It's like twenty say different booths. It was inside the Royal Oaks Farmers Market, so it was like twenty different booths. You give them your ticket, and they you know kind of pour you up. And the thing about it is volunteers and shit. So it's not like the niggas is like really giving a fuck about right, how right, much right. liquor and the later on in the evening they just trying to get all trying to dump out. that shit i was a fucking mess i took the lift i'm there sure and the lift back i'm sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look i, forget. I don't have no off switch when it comes to drinking i wasn't here with a uh, um unsavory antics and shit yeah and we i was like listen like they may not have the highest tolerance but that's a quick way to a good time dog like yeah. like that is a like when you it's a quick way to a good time. Yeah. And I have a good time when I'm drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, oh, I saw Dave Chappelle on Wednesday. Man, I can't believe this is the first time I'm I'm, I'm not seeing Dave Chappelle when it comes to time. You should really see him. I might fuck around and do it tonight because I just can't not do it. Yeah. He puts, he did, Dave did like a solid 50 minutes to an hour of new shit. Okay. It was good. Good interaction with the crowd. Uh, Nigga was just funny as hell. He spoke on the Detroit shit like almost immediately. 
You know what's so funny is the last time he was here, I went and seen him the night after that shit happened. Like I went to the show right after that shit, and he and some people said they didn't have a good show that show clearly. But that next show, I was dying. And he addressed that shit immediately. Yeah, he was like, I did 10 good shows. He said, I did nine good shows and one fucked up one. But he was funny as hell. Shout out to Danny Brown. Yeah, he forgetting is the, Dave Chappelle. He high. was the reason that uh, that show was fucked up. Da- Danny Brown is smoking some shit I don't want no parts of. Yeah, I don't want, like, he just lives a life that I can't <laughs> afford to live. I watch that shit on TV. I can't afford to live that life. Though. I was listening Shout to his old to shit. Uh, that hot soup. The, I just blunt after blunt. It's just like. I don't even smoke, but that song do something to you, though. The Hybrid Project was so good. Yeah. I love Danny Brown. Uh, what else happened this week? So this list came out. Wait, wait, before you get that, like, so you you had a, a special, uh, the Dave Chappelle shit. Like, you did some special shit when you was there. Yeah, I volunteered, so I didn't have to pay. I just worked the phone key. I mean, yeah, the phone kiosk, because he don't fuck with no phones. So explain that. I, I'm, I'm fully aware, but explain what that is. So you come in, you put your phone in this little pouch, you lock that shit up. And it's got, like, the little magnet in it. Like, when you go to a retail store and mm-hmm. you're trying to steal some polo and shit and you can't get it out because it go off, it's got a little magnet like that. So, at the end of the show, you just tap that shit and open right up. Niggas take their phone out. Oh, that's what's up. Way. But I, it was a good way to see Dave for free. I guess Chris Rock is doing that, too, when he said he got it from Dave Chappelle. So, you can actually enjoy the concert. I mean, or, you know, enjoy the, the show instead of. Everybody living their life through that little three and a half inch screen or five inch. But screen. it's all—it was also like three layers of security. So if you got a phone yeah. in that bitch, like snatching your ass out. Yeah, like yeah, if they see you on the phone, like it's a zero zero tolerance. You got to get the fuck on. That's dope. Kevin Hart do the shit. Dave like the greats do it because like one, we don't need our shit on YouTube tomorrow. Kevin Hart threw out DJ Envy at a show. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, you got to go, fam. Yeah, uh, that shit is real. <laughs> like, thought that start like Breakfast Club, nigga. Breakfast Club. Yeah, get, get the, your ass out. Get here. the fuck on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't. But Dave Chappelle was funny as fuck. So, and shout out to I don't know the name of the volunteer company that let me work that shit. So I didn't have to. Uh, do y'all need help back. tonight? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> they might. I have to see if I can look at the list. It's easy work. Uh, what else popped off this week? You said uh, about this Detroit list that came out this week. Oh, the 12 top rappers in Detroit. Uh, let me be perfectly honest. So let me go through the list. All right. If you're not from Detroit, this may not make as much sense to you. These are twelve, so allegedly the 12 top rappers in the city. T Grizzly is number one. Sada Baby comes in at number two. Molly Brazy is three. Mm-hmm. My nigga Payroll Giovanni, that pay face goes fucking hard. Is that number four? Cash Dollars at five. Band Gang six. PZ at seven. Snapdog at eight. That nigga's crazy. I don't want no parts he of He is. <laughs> uh, I got Rocaine at number nine. You got you looking at the rest of the list? Yeah, I gotta, Babyface Ray um, at ten. Um, All-Star JR. Um, at JR, nigga. That's yeah. who that is. And uh, at 11 and 12 is uh, Dame Dot. Is that your man? Don't know. He kind of look like you. Except he's got braids. Light skin with a beard. Yeah, that's you all day. That's all, that's the only <laughs> attributes that matter. <laughs> uh, so that was supposed to be the top 12. So I got the, issues with the, this The interesting list. thing about it is... Like I looked at the take, I looked at the list, and whoever wrote the, made this list is not from Detroit, so that's that's one thing. And I just thought it was interesting that the criteria that they used, none of that criteria actually said rapping. Like we looked at consistency, 
um, social media presence. So why um, isn't Vezel up here? Um, and this was from January through May. So this was like a five-month period. Um, and they, I guess they looked at who all was hot or who all dropped material in between January um, and May. And shout out to the uh, Lando and the Hip Hop Lab. They went on live and did a, a pretty extensive breakdown of the list. This list is making niggas in the city feel a certain type of way. Uh, but they they probably – so listen – I'm not saying that this list is right because it's probably it's not. However, if you feel a certain type of way because you weren't on that list, this is this is just an analogy I'm about to use. So don't go don't go crazy. This is just like when Kendrick dropped the control verse. Everybody who name wasn't mentioned felt a certain kind of way, and it made some people step their game up. So if you want to be mentioned on that list, and you upset that your name wasn't mentioned on that list, maybe you're not as popping to everybody as you thought. Because your audience is going to be your audience, and they're going to say, nigga, we fuck with this shit. But if your name is not on that list, as if I'm giving it some kind of credence, maybe that makes you step your game up a little bit. I can count about one, two, three, four, five, six names that I just don't really... Really rock with. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say them because that might. I mean, we. This is a small city and niggas is crazy. So yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> bad. I'm not gonna say anything bad about anybody on this list. No, I'm not. But I'm not either. But I can say that I payroll have, should be higher. Uh, I think payroll should be one or two. I would say two. Besada is making a lot of noise, and that nigga, his energy when he performed, like. The songs translate better in the performance. Sada Hat got a lot of energy. So Molly uh, Brazy, I'm just really not that. I remember familiar. she. You remember she like hit the social media when yeah, she pointed. Yeah, I don't, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm. I'm not really hip to her music. I've only seen like one or two songs that I can think of. Just videos. Well, rather. see, this is what you did. The example that you just gave for Sada, right? So you say his, if his energy, because he definitely has a lot of energy. I like the visuals and everything. If that shit, trans- he be put, he be putting in work. Nah, if that translate like via live shows, live performance, like what if other people on here who you may not be familiar with their music, what if that shit translate in a live performance? You know what I'm saying? Snapdog really resonates live for sure, and I've he, seen he, him he live. out here though. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He he really out here. You uh, see? The, did you see the video? It's, it's like a, a little clip. Where the niggas is like in the, uh, a gas station and like somebody jumps out the ice box with like a <laughs> yeah with, with the AK that's what he known and for and they grab the bread off like that shit's funny and I still don't want no smoke with these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not even gonna we gonna wait for Charlie to come on and and talk about niggas and smoke. I got Isn't I got a couple calls this week was like man don't get involved in that shit don't don't like y'all should just stay away from that and I don't feel that way. We provide a platform. If you want to come talk about what you want to come talk about, you know, sit down with us and talk about that shit. We've been waiting for Oval to come in and talk about Charlie about to come back for the second time. And, you know, I, I, if I, niggas I, want to talk, we can. <clears throat> the door is open. Let's, let's have so a conversation. Crazy. I don't really have any idea what he's going to say. And I don't want to know. And it's just, And I don't have any input on it. I'm just. We just provide a platform. platform. Uh, I hope Charlie bring us some exclusive shit. Last time I went to the studio, Dub, Paper Park, fucking Tone was working on, working on some really hot shit. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna drop soon. Uh, Yeah, I guess I guess the list shit. Park said he got some new music about to drop uh, any day now. Park need to get us out to Cleveland Uh, because we we still got it. I seen him and his manager on. on Instagram Live, and I don't know where they was at, but they were surrounded by some beauties. 
I was like, if <laughs> he wasn't in Cleveland, I know no, that. No, they was on. They was in Chill Cleveland. Chill out. I was, hey, I was like, hey, if this the spot, like we, when we go to Cleveland, we got to find him. I don't. Okay, I you sure like, he was in Cleveland, it, Ohio? It, it looked like it. I don't know. Okay, I don't, I don't know what Cleveland I'm, looks like, but <laughs> I was gonna say something real disrespectful, <laughs> but I'm not because park my nigga. Uh, so, but that list it did it made like. It shook up some shit. Yeah, and there's some names that's not on the list that I feel should be on here. This is like, there's two sides of Detroit rap. There's like the street rap, and then there's like the niggas that get busy and get lyrical. Mm-hmm. I think this is more street, more like street type 100%. rappers. I don't yeah. like that everybody not giving T Grizzly the, the respect he deserves. I'm not going to say nothing bad about T Grizzly. Anytime I hear first day out, I turn it up. I'm not going to stop playing that shit. I feel like that is a true Detroit anthem that people can get behind. Absolutely. But and it's the, big. The pro, his project is cold, though. Yeah. His project is dope. You know, I, I follow him on social media, and I see all the concerts, and people are out here singing every single word of this shit, though. And this is like the first big-type street rapper from the city that's that's making some noise. So I had nothing to say bad, really, about none of these niggas. Because, I mean, the I'm list just, is just, I'm just, just glad is what it is. that it's enough people in the city of Detroit making noise musically that somebody outside of the city will put together a top list. You see what Joe Button t- on his podcast said Detroit is top three for rappers. I don't believe that. I believe it's New York, then Detroit, then Cali, then Philly. That, then you do believe that. Detroit at number two. He said top three. Because uh, so, you can argue two and three. Cali. Or, you can argue two or three, but the top three. I can't argue with names like Elzai, Super MC, Danny Brown, Mo Dirty, Marv One, so they put Beretta, the, Big Herc. They put three names out there. Like, tell me if you put Eminem, Cheddar Royce, Boy Malik, Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, and Elzai, like three people from from the city who all got amazing pants. Like, who are you going to get to go against them? Nah. Those three: Jesus, Mary, and the Holy Spirit. Like it's it's a tough out for anybody. Yeah, I, I fuck. Have, I have still never heard a subpar Royce the Five Nine voice verse. You know what? Even as much, even though I'll be giving him some shit because I'm just not a fan of his music. Big Sean can spit absolutely, and you could throw him like because his name was like right there after that. Like yeah. they deal those, and like Sean is out here. Like there's some Tony Zuko. Fuck, I Fat Ray the Fat Killers. Like it's some it's some spitters in the city, so uh, that was a major shout out. They talk they talk about Detroit and um, MCs for a good five ten minutes. So uh, Nolan, definitely Godia, shit, <laughs> Die uh, Rich Gang. Like it's it's some talent in the city, but I'm not too. Uh, the list is just what it is. Uh, LL Cool J threatens to return to rap music if he hears one. What do you call niggas? Meatballs. Make one more record. Nobody wants to hear shit you got to say, Uncle L. I wish y'all could see my face, dog, because I fuck. Let me. Let me. <clears throat> Nobody wants to hear we gonna get into one it. motherfucking thing you got to rap about. We're going to get into it a little bit in this episode, right? But I really, really despise LL Cool J. Like, I just don't like him, dog. <laughs> like, I don't know the man personally, but I don't like this nigga, dog. My disdain isn't that strong. I don't like this nigga, dog. You got to respect what he was. Why? Well, <laughs> I'm, all right, I'm being. Well, let's like, respect what he was. All right, I'm being like. LL got hits. He could come here and do Soulja two Boy hours. Soldier Boy got hits. 
Like LL, that can't be the that can't be it. LL right? got a, a career that spam. He's been relevant like damn near three decades. Relevant? When you the last st- time LL Cool J was relevant in rap? I'm just saying people. Know, it's been 20 years. People know who the fuck LL Cool J people is. People know who Vanilla Ice is. <laughs> LL Cool J still on TV. On CSI. No lip lip sync battle. Why? <laughs> he's he's one of the hosts. This nigga like. What the what the fuck is your stash, nigga? Hello, Cool J never had a mustache. He used to have that little chin strap shit. That shit weak. But yes. LL Cool J talking about if I hear more, let me let me go, I'm gonna get the quote correct. If I hear one more terrible rap record, I'm gonna have to do it to these meatballs. First, do, pa- first off, shit, pause. Uh, fuck is you gonna who calls somebody a meatball? Hello, Cool J. <laughs> like, it's nigga, 2017. Like, niggas who was born in the 50s say <laughs> meatball. Like, I'm, like I'm, I'm gonna get that jive turkey. <laughs> like, I don't want it. No, LL Cool J. A couple months ago, he had that uh, commercial where he was rapping for the far- for Dre's pharmacy. That the show he? on uh, on Beats. Yeah, LL Cool J was rapping. He should not rap no more over a Dre beat. I know he remember a couple. I guess it was like a year or so ago. He had released a freestyle. Somehow he bubbling like fish grease or something like dog these old ass like just stop rapping dog it's okay like just stop rapping it's perfectly fine i think niggas hang on to rap dreams and hoop dreams too long yeah i I agree it it happens every day like we all got a homie ours yeah like yeah you can rap but you also 46 now like Like, it's not going like you know what's so crazy is like um the age of you rapping i don't even mind right Depending on what your content is, like say you got you, you literally got a message, or you uplift, or you dope, you just make dope records or whatever. Like I don't care that you're not uh, twenty two years old or something like that, but you can't be forty, fifty years old still rapping like in that night that um, the hip, the hop, the hip. Like you can't. He, he got an outdated flow. He got an outdated flow. Don't nobody care about your worldview. Don't, don't nobody care. You ain't uplifting. You don't got nothing dope about you. Like just stop fucking rapping. Like okay, you was cool forty years ago, but you not that no more. Yeah. Like it's okay. Like Jay, right? Jay, damn near fifty years old. I still want to hear you rap. You still got a dope perspective. You can still rhyme. It's not because oh he older he can't rap. We listen to niggas who rap. Like, hip-hop is just getting older now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because you over a certain age don't mean you ain't got no, we don't want to hear from you, but you got to be dope. I need to say something unpopular about rap real quick. Kendrick verse on Mask Off was weak as hell. Weak as hell? I may not say weak as hell, but I don't think it was good. Like, what was bad about that verse? Um, he, just doesn't, he just doesn't feel right on that track. That's just my opinion. Like I still listen to Mask Off as it comes on because I love Super Future. He's the Lord and Savior. He was taking shots at Big Sean on that shit again. Him and Drake. He was like, "Listen, you can't." He was like, "Listen, you can't uh, be quiet. Like, speak up." Like, I think that's what he said specifically. Like, what y'all gonna say now? Like, don't get quiet now. Yeah, I don't like this little slap boxing that they doing. Just say his name. It ain't slap box. I've said your name, but it ain't slap boxing if. Say it not. He said his name in control, but like it's been kind of muted ever well, since. Well, Sean kind of. This has been implied. Sean kind of started this shit though. 
Okay. And then like didn't he didn't show up to fight like afterwards like it's not really fair right now and I still I don't look, think he was ever called to fight they just keep like fucking with each other and no more interviews he definitely called uh called it's like it's out. like you you got beef with a nigga at school but y'all don't really want to fight like y'all just do whole shit to each other you might trip that nigga in the hallway he may knock your books off your de- bump your books off your desk oh speaking of that shout out to my nephew. All right. He had a fight in school? He definitely had a fight in school. Okay. He told me about it, and uh, he got kicked out for three days. He back, all other good shit. He told me about it, and um, he not like the ultra-aggressive type, you know what I'm saying? So when I've already gotten to, you know, kicked out for a fight, I'm like, you know, what happened and shit. So, But in high school, there's video of everything. I got the video of my nephew beating this nigga ass, <laughs> beating somebody ass, like I wow. love a good fight video. I was and I couldn't be mad at him though. I was like, shit. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Like, it was very. It was. It was definitely a, a different. Video. I love a good fight video. Hey, it was. Shout out to my nephew. He he put the work in. All right. He put the work in. I was proud of him. You can't walk around high school with an L. It's, no, it's hard. And he leave. You know, he about to graduate, so he leaving school. He leaving at the high moment. <laughs> you know, you what get, I'm saying? he it's got about two, three more weeks. No, nah, yesterday was the last day for him. Oh yeah, I think so. They, he just started his summer vacation a little earlier. He had like a little taste of it. Yeah, shout out to him. Ain't doing a good thing. He, he you got, can't put you can't put a nigga on punishment. No more. He got him. He got him a situation. job now. They didn't gave him. They didn't made him a manager at the joint now. Like That's what's up. Jesus Christ. Love yeah. to see young. You know, as much as I love to see young niggas going to prom, I love to see him going to graduation. Absolutely. Shout out to him, man, because you made it through. Uh, and all the graduates of 2017, because I love to see niggas with their cap and gown and shit. Because I remember that feeling. I almost didn't graduate. Mm. So, like, I didn't yeah. know I was graduating until the day of graduation rehearsal, and I got my cap and gown. I'd already paid for all my prom shit, and my old bird told me she was like, "You know, you gonna forget about prom if you're not, if yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. graduating." It was kind of tough for my nephew. He, he, he did some shit the last minute, and uh, and all because it's all his own fault. But he pulled out. On it was, time, I mean, it was all nine. my fault. Yeah, it was all my fault, but nigga, and I got my cap and gown. Just because you, you know, just don't not apply, don't care, just lackadaisical. When I got my cap and gown, my nigga, I cried. You should, you should, <laughs> shit. No, no bullshit. I sat, I sat in my car in Cobo Garage and I cried for a second because I knew I was gonna graduate. Absolutely, and that so, shit meant something. Shit, Shout out to Cast Tech, class of '99, CT fired up. Okay, it's two type of people in this world: those who went to Cast and those who wish they went to Cast. Okay. I don't have no problem, no qualms with that one. Class okay, two, cool. Class 2000. Uh, uh, so, it's time for our new weekly topic. Oh, yes. Who mans is this? Who mans is this? <laughs> I tell you what, I was kind of conflicted of who I wanted to give this to. We almost it gave was, it to LL. I almost gave it to LL on this meatball shit. Uh, <laughs> like, who man? Who the fuck is controlling LL Cool J? Like? LL head looked like a meatball. Take them, <laughs> fucking, take them dumb ass hats off. Like, no, who mans is this? But... I was really conflicted of who to give this who mans to, right? First, the, who I can define the situation, but then once I find the situation, which person in the video gets the award because they both. Are so get, cool. so give a little. Let's give a little backstory of the video we talking about. Man in the airport. Yeah, man, man mm-hmm. is the airport. He's a person of color, and he's speaking to his mom in Spanish because. So can we just assume he's of some? He could be cute. He sound, his voice sounded like he was black, so I'm assuming Cuban. Okay, uh, but he was speaking um, to some sort of just a man of color. I guess yeah, you would a person of that. color, right? 
And the video starts with this white guy who looks like Neil Brennan. <laughs> like <laughs> he is the exact copy of Neil. It's not Neil Brennan, but uh, an exact copy of Neil Brennan uh, in a wheelchair uh, with the um, white men can't jump gloves on with the fingers cut off. Like he got fishnet fingerless gloves on. Those are those are weightlifting gloves. Probably you know because he be moving that damn wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. So time out. Uh, it's about to get bad for the handicaps right here, right quick, okay? And I, I don't mean any disrespect. Oh I kind of mean all disrespect to this one particular man. Bad for the handicaps. <laughs> uh, but him <laughs> and his, he got dead legs, okay? Because he was in the war. <laughs> like, this story gets it worse. Like, he was in the war, so he had dead legs. But he's seen this man talking to his mom in Spanish, and he has words to say, like, get out of my country and shit. This motherfucker was eating a sandwich. Balls the paper up and throws it and hits my man in the head with the paper and tells him to get, get the fuck out of here. They in the airport. Like, one, I would have tipped this old ass man, this motherfucker, out of his chair, grabbed him by them dead legs, and dragged his ass up and down the motherfucking airport and put his ass on the baggage claim. And then beat his dead legs up like Charlie Murphy and Dave Chappelle did fucking uh, Rick James on the. Skit. Come on, man. Grabbing a grown man just dead ass weight. That's gonna be a lot of that's gonna be a lot of torture. What he gonna do? He gonna move his arms around and shit. Like who mans is this? Like, so look, <laughs> what's wrong with this oh, man? Though? I was in the war. So my man was like, Well, I went I, I served. He was like, I don't care. Don't be speaking that Spanish. <laughs> don't be speaking that Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, he was really like, why are you that mad, dog? Like, why are you that mad? Besides the fact that you got dead legs. Like, why are you that mad? <laughs> and I'm only being disrespectful. I'm, I'm really angry. Man, that's, that's not to people in Memorial Day coming up, man. This man has a problem. He was speaking to a vet himself. He like, I, I serve. He like, I don't care. Don't be speaking that Spanish. Like, come on, dog. We Like, it's not that serious. Like, clearly you're a Trump supporter. Right? Probably so. Clear, and I got a story about that, too. Uh, clearly you're a Trump supporter. And you got, like, you should not have that much hurt in your heart. But... Whose man's is this that you would be disrespected in front of your fucking mom and let a nigga <laughs> disrespect you, disrespect your mom, and then hit you in the forehead with a balled-up piece of paper? Like, both of y'all got to ask the question, who man's is this? Who who brought this man to the wheel? Who brought him to the airport? <laughs> like, somebody had to push your chair through this motherfucker, right? Like, who brought this man? He didn't drive himself. Do you know if you pushed a, a man out of wheelchair in the airport, how fast that shit would be across social media? I don't give You'd a fuck. You'd be viral in about a half hour. I'm beating this nigga ass. You're not about to disrespect me or my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's embarrassing. You, first off, you're not embarrassing me in public, period. Period. And you're definitely not going to embarrass me in front of my mom and ball up a piece of paper and hit me in my fucking head with it. Jesus Shut up with your Christ. Spanish. <laughs> Shut up with that Spanish. And he was like, he didn't... but. The, the, the dude was about it Like he didn't care about nothing I'm like dog This must be a fake wheelchair Like this must be the joke Like you gonna You gonna try to attack him And he gonna stand up like Ha ha And just like you, beat the shit out What he really you. got to lose? Uh, the the, <laughs> the loss of movement from his torso up? Shit I don't know <laughs> I mean Who mans is this though? On both aspects Like would you let a man disrespect you In front of your In front of your mom or something? No man no, like, no, like, it's not. The story not going to end with me just walking away. I'm, it's going to be a bunch of motherfuckers. Like I'm going to take your motherfucking wheelchair and push that bitch all the way down to the other end <laughs> of the of the fucking airport. I might put your wheelchair on my flight. Uh, who you man is this? So crazy. Uh, I'm just really angry. All right, so I got <laughs> to share uh, a little story time with Jay. Come on, you see Trump with the Pope. 
Is that video real? <laughs> I don't. You know what video I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, so Pope, I mean the Pope, Trump has had a, a tough week. His wife do not fuck with him at all. Hey, man, look, she was just trying to get a little come up. She was just trying to get somebody to pay them student loans off. She had a baby. She was trying to get that check for 18 years. And this nigga just stumbled into being president. She does not want to be there. They said she was going to divorce this nigga before, before the election. So, I mean, she just kind of stuck there. Every time he grabs her hand, he... She, she is ooh. not with that shit. She mentally rocked the fuck out of that, <laughs> that nigga's hand. Every time, she be like, no. She is not with that shit. Um, that's crazy. So, speaking of Trump and shit, right? I'm looking at my Facebook timeline this week. Shout out to the person if they're listening. Not really. Uh, and I see somebody say, now we all know how much I love my, our current president. Because of this, it's hard for me to watch late night TV. Then they start talking about Saturday Night Live and how they be disrespecting Trump. And it's just not funny. I'm like, what the fuck? Quickly unfollow, unfriend. I don't need that type of negativity in my life. And we just work friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, we're not friends in real life. Yeah. Unfollow. Not just unfollow, unfriended. Because you know how you can unfollow people? Like, yeah. no, get the fuck out. Less than 24 hours later, I get a message. At 4.22 a.m., by the way, I get a message in the inbox. Hey, not sure how we got unfriended, um, but uh, he sent another request and asked me for, like, for a job reference. Or, you know, I know we worked together for a couple years. I was wondering if blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want, no, I'm not helping you out. I don't you just want, told him a flat no? Uh, I blocked him. I didn't respond, and your friend request is still there, but I'm blocking you. I don't want you. I don't want to be friends. Nothing about your life and my life correlates. And I definitely can't vouch for your character. You want me to go to a job and be like, oh, yeah, this this guy is who I know. Your thinking is flawed if you are still supporting Trump. I'm with it. I don't even care if, if at, at some point your political views is your political views, right? You can be a Republican. You but so by. is mine. But at this particular point, if you can look at what everything that's going on and still think this is a good, good idea, your logic is fucking flawed. I don't want you to my life. I'm with that. Fuck out of here. I'm, ho- so I'm you, with the block. So if you're listening, that's why your request is there and you are blocked. So you can't send me no more messages. Forever, my nigga. Yeah, fuck out of here. Uh... So is it time to get into our topic for the week? Yeah. We have been bouncing this back around since like one of the first podcasts that we did. The first podcast. Yeah. Rappers I Believed In. Rappers I Believed In. I've been toying with this list all week. We both got three names. Should we go, let's just alternate it back yeah. and forth. So let's talk about, let's talk about Rappers I Believed In, what that means. Here's the criteria, that this was a rapper that had all all the working tools to be successful. Good songs. Good flow. Shit, everybody we name, eh, like, I don't want to say good albums, but good songs, a good collection of songs that had a buzz, had the right label and management behind them, but just couldn't make it pop. Yeah, or uh, that, all those categories, absolutely. Or just somebody that you just thought was going to do something, and what I want to do is explore why that didn't happen or why we think that didn't happen and – Rappers, I believed in. I mean, that shit is heartbreaking to to an extent. Like, yeah, because you, really have your, you want. I wanted these niggas to succeed, and they just didn't. Like, because you want you your want, favorite rapper to be good. You want what you like people to like what you like. It kind of validate validates your feelings. Like, I knew this shit was great. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, who's on your list? Who the first person on your list? First person I'm gonna go to is Lloyd Banks Lloyd from G Banks. Unit fame. Okay, 
Lloyd had all the tools to fucking succeed and be like great. He was signed to G Unit, mm-hmm. signed to Def Jam at one point. Mm-hmm. Drop had a slew of classic mixtapes. Like back in the day when mixtapes was popping, like I was a mixtape fiend. Okay, all I all I bought was mixtapes. Yo, his victory freestyle is still still cold to this day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, had all the tools, you know. Had a good look to him. He even came back with that Beamer Benz and Bentley, Ooh. which was a hot fucking song. Ooh, shit, Beamer Benz. Ooh, <laughs> shit, was a hot fucking song. But Lloyd Banks could not connect the dots of his of his career to become a successful solo act. And he had a platinum album and platinum singles, and, and Fifty like- Cent like gave him the push. Like, he had the affiliation at the time. And, I mean, he did put out platinum records. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit here and just shit on Banks. Like He just dropped a project, like, two weeks ago or something. The Rotten Apple mixtapes. Uh, I forget the name of his first album. I got to look that shit up. Wasn't that important? <laughs> no, it's, it's important to the story of, of Lloyd Banks, though. And all I'm just saying is, like, Banks had all the potential in the world to still be relevant in hip-hop. So what do you think happened? The Hunger for More. Yeah, that was the Hunger name for of more. it. Hunger Rotten more. Apple was one of the albums. But Hunger for More, then it was Hunger for More too. I I don't know. I, I just look at him and he reminds me of like the kid that you know, that go to your school that can hoop real good, mm-hmm. but the nigga don't like coming to practice. Yes. So, I mean, he'll come to the game and put up 20, but like other niggas is balling out in practice every day, so he not getting the, he not getting the look from the scouts and from the coaches like he should because the word out, that nigga lazy. 50. Lloyd Banks is just a lazy, lazy competitor. 50 has – him and 50 have uh, battled publicly about this and privately about this, and, he, and 50 actually says that, well, like I gave you guys the blueprint and y'all still waiting on me to do something for you. Yeah. Like – you don't have a project out, but like, what what's stopping you from putting out a mixtape or just keeping your name out here? Um, I guess he was going through some personal stuff, and like, like to a certain extent, like, don't nobody care about all that. Like, your fans. Lloyd Banks had that started up with Kanye West and Swiss Beats too. Yeah, you just got a lot of ma- you got a lot of music, Lloyd, and it's it should have been more, man. It should have been more. Your career shouldn't have went the way that it did. The trajectory should have been up, not down. I, me personally, I think I know the exact moment when all that G Unit shit stopped when? and Lloyd Banks and everything. I, me, this is, is my personal opinion. It's when the game dropped three hundred bars and yeah. he mocked Lloyd Banks and did his exact same voice and his flow. I'm a G Unit toy soldier. On Sesame Street, doing voiceovers, bitch ass nigga girl. Like he mocked his voice and his tone so great. Then you and I and at that the point I was like, damn. Every Lloyd Banks verse do kind of sound the same. Like I can take this verse and put it on one any one of your beats that you've released and like it fit. I'm like, well, damn. And like after 300 bars came out, that whole G on the push, all that shit kind of went downhill. Like yeah. everything kind of changed. I think the, I think around that time frame, people got tired of Fifty Cent and his antics, right? And yeah. by default, everybody who was attached to G Unit kind of felt that brunt, and we just stopped feeling them, and it just never connected. That's kind of like what what I kind of think. And then once Fifty ain't like that's how that's kind of when you sign to an artist. You are tied to how hot that artist is. Yeah. Because they're having I don't remember, maybe you maybe you can refresh my memory if I'm tripping, but if I've never seen 
an artist record label pop if that artist ain't hot. Like, I've never seen a rapper fall off, but his artists still bubble. Can we say that about Young Money? I mean, when the last time we got, like, Great Wayne? Let's not be emotional. Let's be realistic. When's the last time we got Great Wayne? I don't think Wayne can release a project, though. Like, I don't, I don't what is it? So we can say Wayne fell off. I mean, he got contractual issues, right? Where you literally can't put the put hey the man. Music don't out. tell me about the labor. Just show me a damn baby. Show me the Carter Five. Leak it. Something, a mixtape, a he verse. He dropped one last week. Him and T Pain. No, 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 that not that T Wayne shit. No, did you listen Somebody to just it? Does, no. I'm not even interested. Not listen even to interested. Because T Pain can rap his fucking ass off. It's some T it, Pain rap his ass off. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reach. I'm not gonna reach. He can probably rap, wrap his ass off. I'm not reaching for that. T Pain can wrap his ass off. I'm not bullshitting with you. I'm not saying he's the greatest rapper alive or no shit like that. T Pain can wrap his ass off, and he is one of the most talented people in music. And I don't understand where I think Future took his lane. Um, but T Pain can literally wrap his ass off, and he really can sing. Uh, that T T Pain project, T Wayne project is good right now. Wayne, because I'm not the biggest fan of Wayne, and I don't ever think he was the greatest rapper alive. Um, and I think we all severely overrate Lil Wayne in the grand scheme of things. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but he got to do special shit to get projects out. He got to release joint projects, like the joint he did with, T- with uh, 2 Chains. Like, in order for me to put a project out, it can't come out as Lil Wayne. It has to come out as Lil Wayne and 2 Chains. So it's a joint project. Whatever. Maybe I so, could tie this into another rapper I got later on in my list. But that's all I got for Lloyd Banks. Mm. What you, you think, disappoint me. What do you think Lloyd Banks can do? Or is it just done right now? I think it's just done. People don't care about Lloyd Banks. If you don't have no personality, neither. <laughs> like, that nigga has the personality of a brown paper bag. Nobody, you ever heard him in an interview or something like talk about anything? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a memorable, this is what Lloyd Banks would do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, so, no, nothing. I don't think there's nothing he could do. Maybe Ghost, Ghost right. I'm sure you can get a good check, Ghost, right? Probably could. Some young niggas that need some help, and I'm sure Lloyd Banks' pen he's is still, still. Lloyd Banks is an incredible he rapper. Could, yeah, he could probably like he probably a, still get it in. He's, but a like, very, he's a very witty rapper. I'll put it like that. I won't say incredible rapper. He's a very witty rapper. Maybe he'd go on Smack or something. I'd pay to see a nigga battle Lloyd Banks. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I wouldn't. Be, I like when rappers get in there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, to that. maybe that's his lane. All right, well, who you got on your list, man? All right, man, uh, this one hurts. My this one of my uh, my favorite MCs of all time. Um, cannabis, dog. In nineteen ninety seven, between nineteen ninety seven and nineteen ninety eight, uh, you could not go anywhere without hearing cannabis on a mixtape. Like he was just a he's just a monster. And everything culminated into a verse. Well, so everything happened with him and LL Cool J. They had a, a falling out over a song called Four Three Two One, which had LL Cool J, Cannabis, Method Man, Red Man, and DMX on it. Uh, there's a uh, micro. There's a microphone tattoo that LL Cool J has on his arm. Do we? We need to get a whole backstory. You think it's, it's yeah. dated? Okay. Yeah, so the issue between them two came is uh, Kendrick said a rhyme or some shit that referenced the mic on his arm. LL took it as a diss for whatever reason. Like, they've interviewed all everybody involved. It was like, I don't know why he dissed him, whatever. But 
They fell out, and after that, cannabis was blackballed. Really, it wasn't specifically like an LL thing per se. It was a universal versus Def Jam thing. But for a long ass time, this was like one of the dopest MCs out. Like this hard work. Like you can't listen to a verse and not boil your face up. The metaphors, the punchlines, the the subject matter, like everything was just like cannabis cold. never dropped a good project. I mean, that's opinion based. No, that's fact based. Can I bust was terrible. Uh it's not a fact based because all music is a matter of opinion. Um I enjoyed Can I Bus, I enjoyed uh um, 2000 BC I enjoyed Mike Club I, I, His first three projects Was all dope to me Like at that fourth project That's when shit kind of That shit kind of got weird He went to the army Like I think mentally That nigga just got Onto some other shit And then all the music Remember when and he shit showed changed. up To that battle And took out a pad Mm-hmm. He going through something He probably got PTSD Let's pray for cannabis uh, But like that shit Like he was on you know, he came in with a wide club, was on movie movie soundtracks, the whole nine. Like, everything was, like, set up, MTV awards, like, music videos. Like, everything was set up for you to win. And then, after he kind of got through the L shit, he got into it with Eminem. Him and Eminem used to battle, verbally spar back and forth. And then, like, you can't go up against two giants like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got Interscope behind me. Even when you got past the L shit and started to bubble a little bit more, then you run into Eminem, and now you got the whole that whole shit behind you, dog. I just still don't care. I don't care nothing about cannabis or nothing that he's done or will do. Is he still alive? Uh, he's raps better than. Uh, we're not gonna get into that, dog. <laughs> but I mean, that's your opinion. It is what it is. He's still so, on my list of rappers that uh, rappers that I believed in. So and what can we do to revive cannabis? It's over. That was twenty years ago. Like nobody cares about that shit now. They don't. People don't are not in tune with that lyrical rap or shit that's gonna make you think no more. That shit is over with. All right, man. Uh, so you done with? We done with cannabis. We closing the coffin. Uh, whatever you want to say, dog. <laughs> whatever you. We closing say. that chapter. You, you very disrespectful, and you know that nigga <laughs> can rap better than. He can rap better than a lot of niggas. Yeah. People just don't care to hear it. No one cares to hear Lloyd Banks either. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. That's why he on his list. Another nigga I believed in, human crack in the flesh, Juel Santana. Let me tell you something. I was, was a, I was a Dipset fan from the jump. Sign me up. I had all the Dipset mixtapes, all the affiliates. The niggas couldn't rap to me like 40 that. 40 Cal, J.R. Ryder, Hell yeah. Rail. J.R. Ryder was the, dope, the best rapper in that clip. If it was something Dipset affiliated, I bought it. All the baggy ass clothes and the bandanas and shit. That I never wore bandanas. I mean, my clothes, my clothes were baggy as fuck because that was just the the time. Nigga, I had we both had a closet full of baggy ass Definitely. jeans. Aniche, fucking Mecca, Red Monkey, Evizu, because yeah. we was making good money. Yeah. <laughs> so just a closet full of baggy ass name name, name brands. Brand shit. I had like seventy five pairs of jeans in my closet at one point. I think in my top I was like at fifty. This just ridiculous hard. shit. Jabot. Just dumb shit. And a bunch of. And Ed like, Hardy. Yeah. Because made that shit pop. And a bunch of tall tees. Trifling. <laughs> I used to rock, Shout out to Fred. Uh, but we used to rock the tall tees and leave the sticker on shit. Hey, you got to know that bitches is fresh. You can't you can't <laughs> rock that bitch the next. Like, you only. It's one wear and they out of here. Yeah. I mean, they five. They four for 20. So, like. I used to go through so many white tees. And if I spilled something on it, I just take that shit off that day. Man, I, I 
Shout out to my parents. The niggas probably was looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this man? It's just fashion. <laughs> the kids nowadays that's wearing them tall ass t-shirts, they just re-engineered white tees. They they took all the old white tee material and, and put just holes made, in it. Yeah, just made these new shirts. They re-engineered them. But I was sold on Joel Santana. Why? Cause What's I, the song? Name me name me a song that he put out. Santana's Town. What'd that go like? Jewel's Dip Dip, Santana Set Set. I was never sold on Jewel's. He put out a song called Santana, him and Cam. He was on Dipset Anthem and he was like going. Like I was like, yeah, I believed in Jewel Santana. I He was signed at Def Jam. Remember when he put out that song Mike Check that had Rakim in the video? It was all like black and white video. I think I took that beat. Mike Check, one, two, what is this? I, I took that beat and rapped over it. So, I mean, Jewel's had... He had a moment. He had a moment. He couldn't connect. He was supposed to put that dual project out with Lil Wayne, I Can't Feel My Face. He had a moment to connect the dots. It just never happened. I never felt that Jewel's, I always felt that um, you can play rap, so to speak. Like there's a certain a certain attire that you can put on there's certain shit that you can rap about there's certain like a rapper starter kit like a rapper starter kit that's why i always had that feel like i didn't think he was that i know it sounds disrespectful i never thought he was that talented like i okay. never heard some shit that was like oh my god like like so you got a dope ass beat and you rap about a certain shit that diplomatic community project was good for or maybe you know what's so what's so fun i may i may not be the right one to judge because i totally did not fuck with that whole dip Set movement. They were signing Rockefeller like they had. That shit never connected with me for whatever reason. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it connected uh, with me. Yeah, I love like nigga. I was a dipset dipset stand. Did he ever put out an album? He put out like three albums. Damn, maybe four actual albums, not yeah. like mixtapes. No, at least three. You Let's, sure? I'm I'm completely positive. I'm Let's taking see that shit on Apple. Like I don't know if he ever put out an actual project. Well, Santana. What the game's been missing from me to you. Okay. He had a song with Chris Brown back to the crib. <laughs> well, they could be searching for like, what? <laughs> he had a song with Chris Brown. <laughs> Mike Check. Um, I don't know, man. I, he was on Beamer, Benz, and Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Santana and Lloyd Banks. Now, I'll tell you the dopest verse I heard on Spit was, uh, was uh, and like, this is, I take this back. I, this is one time I was like, this shit is dope as fuck. It was a freestyle. The BET freestyle cipher with him, Jada Kiss, and Fabulous. He murdered that shit. Like, I'm looking at I that was the best BET freestyle period. He was on Oh Boy. Yeah, now Oh Boy. He was like what 17, 18 at that time. Um, yeah, yeah. So like I, mean, I liked him on that joint. Santana had a wrinkle in time. Uh, he could have been a very small crowfoot. <laughs> so, so what is, is there any hope for Jewel? He, could, I, I, he, he no, got no. love and hip hop shit, right? Real he, rapper, if you really rap, you don't do love and hip hop. Love and hip hop is the graveyard for rap careers. I don't think it hurt Jim Jones. I think it actually helped Jim Jones. I don't think it hurt Joe Button. Shit, Joe Button created love and hip hop before there was did. love hip hop. There was love and hip hop. It was I mean, him it was and Joe, just him and yeah. Joe Button TV. Uh, like it's certain people who can go on there and still cook if you go on there. Right. I don't think it hurt Papoose. Matter of nah. fact, if anything, it has boosted their brand. I don't know if it helps Joel Santana. It gets people talking about the nigga. Like, oh, he Cause, is cause even, studio. But, I don't, I don't watch like, this shit. But, so. like, when you see him on TV, like, his personality is like, eh. 
I like that's what it takes shit. to connect. Joe Button has like a different type of personality. Yeah. Jim Jones like got a different type of personality. Joel's just like the nigga up the block that you buy weed from. <laughs> What's up? He had a bunch of legal issues though. He did. That kind of and the studio got raided. Like I think a lot that I think a lot of out of non-rap music got his rap music off of. And then nobody cares. I really don't. Like if Joel Santana. He put out a song with Cameron not too long ago. Oh, yeah, that shit was sweet. It was last year. Mm. All right, I'm reaching. Yeah. I'm reaching. <laughs> okay. I'm, gra- I'm grabbing his straws at this point. Santana, you go on the list, bro. Close the coffin on that nigga because there's nothing you can do to resuscitate your career. Mm. Not nothing. All right, man. Next person on my list. Shit hurt me to say this shit, dog. Rappers that I believed in. Lupe Fiasco. Oh, man. that's That's a good one. Um, food and liquor was so fucking good. Food and liquor was extremely <clears throat> great. This has got to go up there with like the top rap debut albums. Absolutely. Like, I, let me say this, and I, I say rappers I believed in because I still like Lupe Fiasco. Right. I do too. He on some nut shit now. He a little weird. Some changed with he the mute. Some changed, but food and liquor was fucking great. It's PTSD. He, he um, from Chicago. Also, uh, the cool. The album, The Cool. Yeah, that I album was good. fucking love that, that album. That album was album. good. That whole album was based off a song on Food and Liquor, um, which was called The Cool. <laughs> um, but that whole album was dope. And even the next one, Lasers, after Lasers, things got weird for me. Matter he was fact, having label issues, too. Yeah, the reason that Lasers <gasps> came out was because all of his fans literally went to New York City in front of, uh, what's that, uh, Atlantic, and forced them to put that album out. They literally got out there with signs and shit. So, so clearly you have this giant backing or whatever. Um, but after that, the music changed. He changed. He started, I don't know, man. He went through something else and, like, all the music after that, which hasn't been, like, horrible music. It just hasn't been connecting or resonating yeah. with me. And I just believed in him so much. I just thought that he was the next – he was like what Chance should be right now with some shit. You know what I mean? Like he came okay. in with that type. I of, could give you. I could. I could see that line. Cause like when he came in on off the Touch the Sky, re, I mean Touch the Sky with Kanye West, it was like, who is this kid? Like, yeah. Rockefeller he, tried to sign him. He had like good. He had Jay-Z like the executive good, produced the first joint. Yeah. He had that big homie look. Yeah, and, and he so couldn't funny, make it connect. We all got the 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 quote unquote nerd Lupe, but I don't think that's the life he necessarily lived. Maybe not. Um, because he definitely has uh, the whole 1st and 15th. Like, he's he connected with a, some other shit. You know what I'm saying? And I think that kind of played a, a part of him. He was he started going, I don't know if you remember the little tiff he has or still has with Kid Cudi. He was online like, nigga, I'm going to fuck you up. When I see you, I'm going to do this. I'm like, all this energy, like, that's not the energy that we used to seeing from you. Um he was on. He's still a nigga from Chicago. Up on absolutely. Under all them layers, he's still a nigga from Chicago. He's a very, and like he was on, uh, I think right before uh, Sway left, like MTV Rap Fact, Rap Fix or whatever. Like he was on there crying, literally crying, thinking about like all the deaths because they was watching the old video for him in Chicago. He was like, man, that this man dead, this man dead, this man dead. Like so, I think there is a lot of emotional stuff that was going on there that impacted the music. That being said. 
some I, I still buy every one of his projects. I'm still a fan, right? I, mm-hmm. I will buy the project, I listen to it, I just don't connect with the music like I used to. I still know that you got an incredible pen. I just don't I just don't connect with that shit like I did, man. I don't I don't think it could necessarily be over for Lupe. Like if he got into the studio with the right producers and put out a cohesive project, I think he still has an opportunity to connect. Like he just dropped a project and he said himself since that label shit he hasn't turned in a, a good project specifically because he didn't want to give his label any work. So that's also the excuse that some Lupe, niggas do when you don't have successful projects. You blame it on something else. Lupe but. helped usher in that next group of like good Chicago rappers. Mm-hmm. It was like him, Bump J, L.E.P. Bogus Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believed in them niggas too. I thought they was going to – I thought <laughs> Count Mooney was going to be them niggas. Fall back from counting is still my shit. Uh, who else kind of came in? Uh, King Louie. Niggas are just. King Louie was here uh, when Chance came. Uh, he, he Chief Keef. Don't put Chief Keef in this. I love me some Chief Keef, dog. No, you don't. You That's, probably like don't like. You like probably that. You like a Chief Keef song. You don't love like, Sosa. Like you don't like Chief Keef music. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> like, you, you just I like some Chief Keep songs. <laughs> like, come on. The like, Don't Like Remix was good as fuck. Right, because I can't even listen to the regular Don't Like. I need the Don't Like Remix. Lil Reese. Uh, we name, we just name in Chicago people. You name it like good people. Who, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Chance. All right, I'm done. I'm uh, done. Like, Lupe. Could, 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 you just said Lupe ushered all of them in there? Like, no. Okay. Didn't. All right. Maybe I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Yeah. But Lupe, if like Lupe hooked back up with Kanye West and them niggas locked in. I don't want them niggas together in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think don't. they make an incredible project. Oh, shit. I don't want them niggas in the same room. That's too much crazy in one room. I think that could resurrect them. Well, you know, he in Montana or some shit right now. Wyoming. Wyoming <laughs> in the mountain, getting his him and Pusha T. Pusha T is actually the one writing. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanye is remembering. Uh, he's reciting. That's what it, I mean. He take a different rapper vibe for each album. Definitely. It was Kid Cudi on my Dark Twisted Fantasy. Ryan Fest on College Fest on Dropout. College, yeah. Um, it was probably common on um, Late Registration. Yeah, he uh, he rode Chance Wave. Definitely, that last album was all Chance. Like Sigh High to Prince. Kanye West could be a culture vulture. We'll never know. Because even your beats is samples from other people. Yeah, but I'm sure the confidentiality agreement and the check you get from working with Kanye West, you know what? You can turn a blind eye to being a culture vulture. Shit. The real money isn't selling out, bro. Well, you got to be worth something for the, so mm-hmm. somebody want to buy in. I mean, because Kanye, Kanye has duped us before. Kanye has duped us our, his whole career. That being said... He still has made like four of my favorite albums. Yeah, he still made some great music. Yeah. You know he's duped us. All right, man. Last name on my list, and this shit hurts me to the heart. I mean, I, I almost threw. Let me before I say my this name. I almost threw Jada Kiss on here, but you gave me so much flack, and you gave me facts where I had to kind of pull back. I almost thought Jada was somebody I believed in that didn't pop. Like I was like I wanted. I to. looked at my phone angry. <laughs> I was like, what? You sent me a lot of text messages about <laughs> Jada Kiss. Like we text, but you sent me a lot of text messages yeah. about Jada Kiss. I was like, hold on, hold on. So I had to pull Jada off, but he's from the same family tree. Okay, Benny Siegel, Beans. It was a rapper that I fucking believed in. 
I can see that. To the core. Mm-hmm. The truth was my shit. I think the becoming is the best. The becoming was so fucking good. The best good. work of art. The best thing that <laughs> Benny ever did was that album, dog. Like that shit is amazing. The becoming he was so Jay fucking on, good. On, um, he watched Jay on that shit though too. The reason was good as hell too. Yeah. Uh, that had nothing like it. <laughs> I can't explain it when I pick up my that, son and look at my face. Come on. That was classic Kanye right there. It was. Classic Kanye. Soul samples. Feeling in the air. Woo. <laughs> Feeling in the air. Once was... again, it's on, niggas. Yeah. Sick of hard like corn, nigga. I take you out this earth like you was born, nigga. I don't do much. What's your life like? Mac and bread? Man. <laughs> Who the fuck want what? The truth? Beans had everything to succeed. Jay-Z backing him. He had the big homie stamp. He was on Rockefeller. He meant something. He was out here catching by. <laughs> he meant something. Yeah, was out here so living what, that shit he was happened? rapping about. Like he was a real The n- legal shit. The legal shit derailed Beans. Yep. And then when Rockefeller broke up and like it was the niggas that went with Jay, which was essentially it, just Kanye. I, I tell you what derailed Beans. Interview he did with Charlemagne and God in Philly. Nah, man, it happened before that. When you got out there and publicly distanced yourself from Jay, everything went downhill from that. Nothing was nothing went well. Like you, those any issues that they had could have been worked out behind the scenes. Once you got on air and aired out all your grievances publicly and said Jay wasn't loyal, Jay didn't do this for me, didn't do that. Like that took away. All that street credibility, all that don't talk about it. Like it made you seem not saying that you was wrong in doing this, but the the energy that you gave off, like that's not the same energy that was in that in that interview. Like you can't do a tell all when you a gangster. Like you can't. Oh man. Like you had clothing line, you, like you had shoe deals, like you had t- cartoon TV, like you had everything. You had everything, and then you cartoons. Met, they was trying to make um. They was trying state to state property a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, I used to have some state property clothes. Never. Well, I had a space. No, I t- take that back. I did have like a little pullover hoodie. Please. I did have state property. I had like a state property outfit. I'm Nigga, ashamed a, to admit it. I'm ashamed to admit it. I had a vocal sweatsuit. Wow. <laughs> was it velour? No. Well, I'm gonna I'm throwback Thursday this week. I'm posting that shit up. Wow. Green, yellow, and white. You should be wow, my nigga. What a headband. <laughs> <laughs> I was I had all that shit on a bunch of yays, gold up. Like I used to go up the state fooling. <laughs> you sound like you look like I'm gonna oh. post a picture. I'm still fly. Watch on throwback. I mean, I mean it was it was appropriate for the time. Absolutely. But I had state property shit, but I just felt like beans when he went to prison, that hurt him. Then when Which he got time? out, huh? Which time? He went like I mean, two or three times and shit. Yeah. Him getting got, shot in that lung. Which time? The time that he <laughs> it fucked up his lung. Because now he don't even rap the same. And it, it's like he whispering. He doesn't have that same death behind his voice that he used to have. Like it's just so much he, body behind cause it. Because he got like death behind that voice now. Yeah. Like he might die if he rapped too hard. Remember we had that beef with Meek Mills like late last year, early this year where one of Meek's associates knocked him out, sucker yeah. punched him. And that was one and that was one of his people though. Yeah. And you know, then he got the interview with Tax, he then did another tell all. Then he had, he had that interview. Breakfast Club interview, he kinda yeah. flinched to Charlemagne and he didn't move and shit. Like, yeah. It was like we've what? lost we've lost respect for Benny Siegel. You can't be 
That fear shit don't work. Like so, if he was signed a G unit for a minute, or was going to sign a G really? unit for a minute, yeah, you can't get me. First off, you can't pay me to sign to a record label right now. But you definitely not gonna pay me to sign a G unit. I think he signed a B and B records. Definitely, that, he did. With Ray J and I think Cash Doll was on there. Charlie Baltimore. Cash Doll sued him for like. Did you see that article? I did in the yeah. paper. It was like in a free press. Yeah, I don't want no smoke with them. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> Come on up here and holler at us. No, uh, no. <laughs> stay where you at. I don't want no problem. Maybe cash off. Uh, she she's, she uh, seems like an entertaining interview. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we might be able to make that happen. I would I would be inclined to make that happen. I'm going to reach out. We might uh, be able to make that happen. But yeah, Benny Siegel, I believe in that nigga. I want the Beans to win. Like, Rockefeller could have... Beans could have carried the rock. Maybe. I mean, we'll never know. Yeah. Because it wasn't going to be Memphis Bleak. I almost threw Memphis on here, too. He definitely an honorable man. If we do this again, What's I can... What's so funny is, like, out of all... Memphis Bleak Projects, the mischief is filled with hot songs. The nigga could rap. He had the look. He had hot songs. Jay Z just said he's the next me. And that. New improved Jay Z. Yeah. And that fucked everybody look up. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh, somebody was on Instagram and they went through and was posting like a Memph Bleak, Memph Bleak Appreciation Day. And it wasn't nothing but hits. Low key, you could throw the whole Rockefeller roster on rappers, I believe, did. Because they had an incredible roster. None of them niggas besides Jay and Kanye. They appeared to have an incredible roster. They duped us the whole time. Freeway's put out some good projects. Freeway's an incredible MC. State Property, they put out like some stuff together. Freeway only downfall was his first album dropped the same day as Get Rich or Die Trying. Yes. Couldn't couldn't compete with that. You couldn't. Like if he would have came out like a week or two before, I think he would have had a different career. But your shit dropped at the height of 50 cent so he kind of got overshadowed a great fucking project right because yeah. you got flip flip side right now comes on and still goes hard Full what we do was my shit Ooh, shit <laughs> like i listened to that shit today like to, to this day full effect is like my shit chris and Neep was in there with that pain like what we do is still like a classic song yeah. classic beat then you know then Jay Beans and Freeway that was a good lineup. Yeah. Somebody I asked people about this and shit. I went to put a video up. But I got I got busy yesterday. But I asked people. They asked if Freeway should go on the rappers. I I believed in. Not this like, week. I was like I I was like I don't know because I think Freeway did what Freeway was supposed to. I don't know. I don't necessarily. I don't know think that we he ever like expected a, Free to be like, like a the crossover. Marquee, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but like I, I love his projects. Even the project he released, the joint joint deal he did with the G Unit, like with um that project he did with Jake One was good. This can't be life. The yeah. one that like that was a dope project. Uh, the truth hey, with Spender. him and Brother Ali. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Freeway is right where I want him to be. Well, right where I, you would kind of expect him to be. But Rockefeller rappers, I believe there. All right, man, I got one more. And uh, this kind of hurts again. And he still has the opportunity for it to pop, though. So my last MC of rappers I believed in, Cassidy. Oh, man. I got a large house, a dog house in my backyard. And even my dog house got a backyard. I mean, like Cass, who murdered Freeway. We all seen Freeway (laughs) die. Turn the beat on. (laughs) 
Come on, man. That was before shit was viral. Yeah. That was like the first viral shit. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas was uh, clamoring to find that clip. Yeah. Because like, they were saying it didn't exist. And then, like, you had to have a hand cam back yeah. then. Like, cast, who was carrying around hand cams? Uh, choke, no joke. That's about it. I got one. But Cassidy was a monster on the mixtape scene. All through the rock, I mean, all through the Rough Rider shit. And when he came out with an actual album, because, you know, it's hard to take that battle rap style, aggressive content, bars, and make it like a commercial success. But he came out with hits, like certified hits. The joint with Hotel with him and R. Kelly. Man. That's a certified banker, right? Um, then... Uh, the joint he did, uh, you know, drinking my two step, like that's a certified joint. I'm a hustler with uh, the Jay Z sample. I'm a, I'm a hustler, like that is a certified. Like these are like major songs that still can. And then he caught a murder charge. Yeah, uh, which really was uh, what's my man name? Damn, I, that shit. Uh, damn, my my brain. Well, he caught the charge and shit with the prison. Um, he did a little, he did like a year or two, you know what I'm saying? Then came out, then got into a real bad car accident. Yeah, he lost like his memory or something for a second. Yeah, and he got, you know, a big scar on his forehead and shit, like, you know, could have died on that shit. And then he like found God for a minute, you know what I'm saying? He started rapping like on the spiritual, stuff like that. And like all that stuff just kind of derailed. Then he came out with more projects, but he just wasn't hitting, right? Wasn't connected. Now he didn't got back. Got into because he got then he blew up in weight physically he blew up. Uh, now he didn't got back to his, to his regular shape. He went and got and um, he did a few battles. He battled disaster, disaster and won, like battle and won against he had, disaster. He had another battle where he lost though. No, he didn't. You sure? I'm positive. Uh, uh, and I gotta they, take that they, to the Googles. Uh, come on, man. This is what I do. Uh, but like when they kept asking him to battle, uh, he was like, "I battle. I'm gonna need a hundred thousand." So they offered him like twenty. And everybody was talking shit to him like, nigga, you ain't gonna take twenty thousand, blah, blah, blah. Nigga got a hundred grand to make it for a battle. You know what I'm saying? No, matter of fact, I think it was two fifty. He got like two fifty for that battle. Um, which is a, an amazing amount of money. But uh now he back with Swiss. He been releasing some good content, um, as far as freestyles and music and shit like Didn't that. Didn't Cassidy a Mook battle? No. That was the one that everybody always wanted. One, okay. Back when Mook was when Cassidy was at his hot tightest and Mook was just a nigga with the do-rag flap hanging out in the back. You yeah. Know? And he's like, oh, you scared? Yeah, da, da, da. But now Mook is the Cassidy and he don't want to battle the young nigga, the young hungry niggas without money. Because Cassidy was like, I battle, but I'm not battling for free and I ain't battling for two grand. You know what I'm saying? Give me X amount of dollars. They're like, no. Now Mook. I'm looking here at Sean where Smack was addressing Cassidy turning turning down forty grand a battle. Yeah, and they was la- they was laughing at him about it. Well, now I got two fifty to battle disaster. Now what? Y'all 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 literally said I wasn't worth it. They did all this shit. You'll never get paid this amount. I'm not battling for forty thousand. I want two fifty. I got two fifty to battle. That's the that's the that's that love our boy shit. Yeah. Like, nigga, just cause you can't, you don't got the fortitude to, 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 to demand what you think you worth. I don't gotta, I don't gotta do what you want me to do. Yeah, fuck you. But Cassidy, you know, I always wanted him to be this this giant star because you want niggas to like what you like. It just didn't work out like that. It did. He got a, he got he got a shot though. 
He still got a yeah Cassidy because he linked back up with Swiss Beats. Yeah. And they he was to, at the Rough Riders reunion. He kind of spit that freestyle going at some young niggas. Yeah, uh, he been all on Vlad for the last uh, last month or so. You know what I'm saying? So he got a little shot. Him and Swiss Vlad Star- is like going to Doctor Phil. I don't want Vlad. I got a love hate relationship with Vlad. Some of that shit you don't you don't need to put out, dog. Like you when uh, when old boy got killed in Atlanta. What's my man name? Bankroll Fresh. Yeah. Then the nigga who did it, like you put him up there and like and talked about it in detail like that. That shit don't need to go up there. Like that's not information that you should be promoting. Niggas just be wanting the exclusive. They just be wanting to like be a put, part of the information. He put the microphone in front of some shit. Don't need to go out. Like you know what I'm saying? That's not the first time he didn't had a nigga up there talking about how he killed somebody. I agree. Like that's not though it's entertaining because people just want to know what happened and my man he he clearly beat he didn't get charged with it like this was self-defense or whatever whatever but like certain shit don't need to go up there dog i agree i agree there's a lot of names we're gonna have to do rappers i believe in part two because we left out some names on here that that belong yeah but those three was like my go-tos like i you couldn't tell me nothing about them at at some points we could probably do it like i could probably go based on labels i could probably to be perfectly honest, this hurt me to say. Bad boy. No, no, no. I can put DMX on the rappers, I believe. Oh, that's hurtful. It is. Because that's I, hurtful. Because I love X so much. But we know what happened and why he didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so hurtful. Yeah. I believe DMX still got one more good album in him. I don't know if he got the voice for it no more. Man, that crack could do it to you. I wouldn't even go there. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that. Cause it just sounds too disrespectful. And I love X too much. It's like an uncle, like you know what I'm saying. Your yeah. your crackhead uncle. You love him, but you know that nigga is still your PlayStation Four if you leave him in the house by himself. I just say that my uncle suffers from substance abuse. If I call him a crackhead uncle, that it just seemed too. It just, it just seemed too disrespectful. I, you know I, I I too myself have dealt with substance abuse in my family, and I love and I love this family member. I love him to death. He done did all like my whole family wrong. I still love him. Yeah. But yeah, like technically he probably can go on a list. You know what I'm saying? Like Fuck, shit that's so hurtful. Fifty Cent can go on a list. All right, he's man. successful though. Like he don't take an L, but like in rap, you know what I'm saying? I just thought it was gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? After Get Rich or Die Dying, one of my favorite albums of all time. We like, can't we can't keep giving them away because we could go we yeah. could do this shit all day long. Yeah, we could. We could do rappers I believed in all day long, and it would yeah it'd be fair. So, uh, to the people, who are some of the rappers that you believed in that just never, never quite turned it over, never quite get there? Um, shoot a, you know, shoot a voice note or email, Shop Talk Podcast. Sporty gmail.com. Thieves. They had a good-ass album. I, and listen, <laughs> listen to me, like, in, in real life. Like, I got a couple different shits, right? Like, when I get a new phone, a new device, or certain albums that just stick with me all the time and shit. I feel you. I do the Sporty same thing. Sporty Thieves album go on my... It never leaves me. It was such a good album. Like, and I hate they got pigeonholed for no pigeons, yeah. but they put out such a good fucking project. But Corrupt, of, yeah. But one of you know one of Sporty Thieves died. That's yeah. what happened. They got hit by a fucking bus. Okay, like, I mean shit. Like trying to save somebody, but like got hit by a fu- like what kind of random shit is that? Like that's fucked up. But dope at like the best storytellers. They had such a good street fucking cinema. Album. Like yeah. I love that fucking album. I'm listening to it when I get in the car. Because I, I, I keep it on me. like I feel you. Yeah. But uh, damn, I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, all right, this is the last one. Remember Cha-Cha? 
from Detroit. Monster, nigga. She she graduated. Fine as hell. She came out a year ahead of me at Cass. I remember. Fine as hell. I don't know why her first album ain't pop because he had everybody on that bitch. What ja, y'all want to do? Ja was on there. Juvie was on there. Black, like everybody was on that fucking album. Dog. It was. And she can spit her ass off. She can. Shout out to her. I seen her recently and she's still fine as hell. Yeah. Par- Cha Cha. She, she had that D Elite affiliate, affiliation because yeah. she rolled with. With Royce at the time, June, like cutthroat. I just thought, like, when she came, I'm thinking, like, this is going to be the best female rapper ever. I think she could have, she rapped really well. She did. She had the total package. She rapped really, really well. She had the total package. I don't know why the album didn't pop because I still have it on my phone. <laughs> I'm not going that far. I got it. You know, with Apple Music, nigga, you have access to everything. So I'm like, everything I used to love when I was younger, I'm finding it and I'm still rocking to it. And it's a still good album. I can't hate. Okay. If you ever get your life together and get some Apple fucking music, you you probably you probably do the same I'm, thing. I'm though. good. I don't have nothing to prove. I'm good. Nigga, don't you want to listen to music? <laughs> I do listen to music. <laughs> well, I listen to lots of it. You gotta go. Let me. You gotta go to Kazai Limewire <laughs> to get a fucking album. I and listen shit. to lots of music. I'm just like I'm an old man when it comes to certain shit. Like I'm nigga, just I'm just comfortable in my nigga, lane. You grew up in the computer age. Like no, you you, you should not be. Oh, I'm just comfortable in my lane, bro. <laughs> You do you, I do like I'm not I'm not the technology snob. Um <laughs> I guess right, I guess. I'm, I guess. High Chief Dame don't fuck around. It's two we live in two different spectrums. Clearly. I need the kids to help me install my PlayStation. I can't do it hey, by come myself. On, get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> when the cable go out, I call my oldest son. Nigga, you worked at a cable company. You used to help people connect their cable over the phone. I can't do like, it no you more. Should, that shit should be memorized. Like, I can't do it no uh, more. Take this input. <laughs> Nick, first off, it's a HDMI connection. It's only one cord. I don't like here. I don't like setting shit up. God damn it. <laughs> I don't like to install shit. <laughs> I don't like setting shit up. Call the Geek Squad. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, I'd be mad when the kids leave the TV on the wrong HDMI setting and I gotta set it back to get to the cable channel. Somebody come down here and help dad with the remote. (laughs) Nigga come in the house like, dad, what you doing? Like, I couldn't get it off this input. (laughs) Nigga sit in the house all day uh, (laughs) with a blue screen. Hey, man, I got this game, Deer Hunter. Uh,. Where you got to connect it to the TV and put like the little sensor thing on it. It's like yeah. one of them yeah, plug yeah. and shoot games. Man, I need I I can't fuck with it till the kids come back over this week because I don't I can't get oh, I can't Jesus get it to work. Fucking Christ, dog! <laughs> I can't get it to work. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on, dog. you finally <laughs> like to your you an old nigga to your kids, dog. In some regard, I am. Like, no, they they in your in their brain are like, oh, this nigga, dog. like you an old nigga. Dad washed. Damn, I do the that. best I can do, man. That's funny. This, <laughs> is, this, my, is, this is unacceptable. I, honestly, it's unacceptable. It is funny, though. I got my limitations in life, man. Oh, shit. Dads, <laughs> I believed in. <laughs> Dads, I believed in next week. I just got my limitations <laughs> in life, man. I, I am what I am. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so bad, but, I mean, it's just the truth. I live my shit. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody, man, who listened to last week's episode. Um, shout out to our um, – we going to have um, – the College of Hip Hop up here. Uh, they gonna stop up here. Uh, we got another one. Gotta go episode coming. Yeah, is that next week? Uh, Maybe we gonna shoot for. We gonna shoot for next week. Trinidad Ant coming back yep, to, yep. to do one. Gotta go. Yeah, we gonna throw uh, some movies. No in forty there. ounces this time, man. I'm just. I'm waving the white flag already. What type of shit is it? I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. It took me two days to drink a forty, man. 
Nah, Two fucking days. Well, I said I wasn't gonna never drink a forty, but now I done drunk one. So bring the motherfuckers, goddammit. And I know um, Ant gonna bring them with him too. Yeah, but I get a, I gotta get a refrigerator in this studio and shit. So we I'm gonna have uh, to bring some Coney Island or something and break like I'm trying to eat better. And I just see no, myself use this as a fucking excuse to better your fucking life because you're scared to drink. All right, man. That's nigga trying to get all philosophical. I want to get my life together, you know. I want to get my center together. Nigga, <laughs> drink the forty. Uh, all right, I know Ant gonna bring forties. Uh, and then we are gonna have Detroit Charlie come back. Yeah, he been he been hot on social media lately. Definitely, Char- Charlie got an interesting perspective. He's a funny He's, nigga. Yeah, he's plugged into everything. Like that nigga is in the know of everything. So I mean, it it's gonna be a good interview. I can't wait to hear what he talks about because I got some things I think he may touch on just because of affiliation. But we never know what Charlie's gonna talk about. I have no idea. I am making a plea now that I hope Charlie. We got to go to their studio and do it. Okay, I'm with that. Yeah, because Charlie promised us some exclusive music. Last time I was in the studio with IBGM, they was playing me some Heat Rocks. So, I mean, I'm I'm thinking that's going to be a good episode. Shout huh? out to that Woop Woop record. Um, yeah. Said Ain't Tone. Um, I enjoyed that record thoroughly. Yeah. I can't wait till this project drop. Yeah. It's going to be a good look. And Dub. And our nigga Paper Park. When you drop them projects, come out let us. The For door's sure. always open. That's that's like good. They go, good people. We might have to go to Cleveland and record at their studio. I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Take all, do a little road trip. You know what I'm saying? Paul came up here to fuck with us. He drove up from Cleveland. Yeah. We can at least. Yeah. It's three you, hours. We meet you halfway. Let's go to Ann Arbor. <laughs> it's no. like that. I said halfway. No, that's halfway the other way. <laughs> yeah, we can we can drive down to Cleveland. That'll be a good look. Yeah. I'm and he can show it. us where these three cold Cleveland girls hang at. I'm about eight of them, but hey, neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, but uh, go ahead, everybody. Um. <clears throat> So we be putting the visuals out uh, to the podcast episode. So if you do want to see what's going on or see the new studio, you know what I'm saying, go to youtube.com slash jjohnson313, and um, all the videos are there, or just go to the website, shoptalkpod.com, and uh, fuck with us. Got to connect to the YouTube page, mm-hmm. email. Uh, somebody reached out to us this week, a couple people. Digital Media Manager, I think is her name, on Twitter and Facebook. Excuse me, Twitter oh, yeah, and IG. Yeah, she girl. reached out. I got a, I got some responses about my flying waitress comment. <laughs> it went over better than I thought. I thought it was going to offend, but people, people bought in. Yeah, man, we got, re- yeah, we, we reached out. A couple of people reached out. Uh, somebody reached out yesterday, and um, we're gonna bring them up. You know, we we kind of talk about yeah, it. Yeah, some future guests possibly. Yeah. So it's looking good. It's looking bright. Yeah. They reached out better than somebody else reached out. On the same type of shit, you know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about that. Um, you talking about our cease and desist? Yeah, that shit. Uh, okay. But when they come up here, we'll talk about that too. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yeah, it ties in with one another. Definitely. I feel like because we get a couple cease and desist here and there, like or threats of it, people are at least listening. So yeah. I'm yeah. cool with that. I'm cool with that too. And uh, we got lawyers though, so we're not scared. I I haven't ever been scared of anything in my life. Um, <clears throat> I'm hard to kill, even harder to scare. Shout out to you. Um, shoptalkpod.com. Follow the Instagram page at shoptalkpodcast. I'm Jay Johnson, 313 on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, fuck with us. Dame Gone Wild, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. That's it. I had a little time delay. 
Yeah, that's okay. I'll, I'll edit it out. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying that we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jan Dame. Please believe it. Peace. <laughs>